Hey, have you ever worked a night shift? Maybe you do it all the time. You're getting ready for a night shift now. There are a lot of downsides. You miss out on heaps of stuff with your mates, but maybe you get some extra money and you need that, or you're a bit of a night owl anyway. Whatever the case, most people who work shift work, and night shift in particular, struggle with sleep. I reckon about half of my career as a journalist, I've been working overnight shifts, like years and years of overnights I did, and I get it. Everyone has a different way of getting through it, coffees, exercise, whatever it is. Do you ever think about the long-term impacts, though, that it's having on your health? It was a big thing that I was thinking about, and I used to ask colleagues as well when we'd be sitting there at two in the morning, hey, what do you think this is doing to our bodies? Because you might not know that night shift actually increases the risk of things like heart disease, diabetes, even cancer. There's been a lot of research into it. One of the researchers who has been looking into this is Frederick Gachon. He's an expert in this area, an associate professor at the University of Queensland. So let's get a quick update before we find out what we can do to minimise the risks. Frederick, thanks for joining us. Thank you for the invitation. The thing that I found pretty confronting was the research um, that found night shift work should be classified as probably carcinogenic to humans, like it could cause cancer. Is there a lot of evidence to back that up? Yes, no, there are a lot of observational studies that show that clearly for some cancer, like for breast cancer for women, there is a clear association between shift work and and this type of cancer. And the more you are doing shift work, this kind of working has been clearly associated with some cancers. And people who are chopping and changing, like always working different shifts, that's probably no good. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. When your shift change every week, you cannot adapt because if you always work on night shift, your body can, to some extent, adapt and there is some way to, to increase the adaptation to this change in, in working habits. So even if you're not working shift work, can other things like watching TV, heaps of artificial light from screens, can that also mess with your circadian rhythms? Not really for cancer, but for metabolic disease and obesity. For example, having a, to have light in the bedroom, light at night increases the risk of obesity. And to sleep is better to have absolutely no light. And uh, having light at night perturbs your sleep and is associated with with metabolic problem and obesity. That's that's so interesting. So increase of cancer, increase of uh, illnesses like diabetes, obesity, and even artificial light can also increase your risk of some kinds of metabolic conditions. Very much appreciate you explaining that to us, Associate Professor Frederick Gashon from the University of Queensland. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. And we've got a lot of messages coming through. Laura says, I'm a shift worker currently as a midwife and have been a shift worker since I was 18. Unfortunately, in my line of work, getting out of shift work is easier said than done. Another person says, my partner's a baker starting at midnight every night. He doesn't wake up on his days off. Holidays, he sleeps a couple of times a day, late mornings and then again in the early evening. And another person says, I'm a junior doctor working occasional night shifts in a metro hospital. Nights definitely are not great. You're always tired because you're not operating on a normal circadian rhythm. It's harder to make good medical decisions and you're working harder because there's less people working. It's having a huge toll on people. Speaking of circadian rhythms, I want to find out a bit more about those. Sean Kane from Monash University is a circadian biologist. Professor Kane, thanks for joining us on Hack. 
Oh, thanks for having me. Can you explain a little what circadian rhythms are? Yeah, it, we are, are really, we have the rotation, that 24-hour rotation of the Earth stamped into virtually all the cells of our bodies. And we have a, an actual clock at the base of our brain that keeps 24-hour time, and it tells the rest of the body what time of day it is. You know, all parts of our bodies do slightly different things at different times of day, and it's all kept in order by this core clock. But we don't only have that core clock, the cells all over our bodies have clocks. So they're expecting to do different things at different times of day. And this is why disrupting rhythms is so generally bad. It's not just bad for uh, increasing risk of cancer and diabetes, it's, it's pretty much everything, heart disease, mental health, etc. Once you start messing with that, those circadian rhythms that are stamped into all of your cells, everything goes wrong. Yeah, and as we heard from Professor Gashon, there's so many things that, you know, this could lead to. If you are a night shift worker, how do you deal with that then? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with Fred that, you know, we should really be aiming to minimise night shifts, rotating shifts as much as possible. It really should just be for essential services. Obviously, there are many uh, lines of work we, we need 24 7 uh, workers but in in things where uh, it's maybe not so important we should probably move as a society now that we know how damaging it is to eliminating non-essential um, shift work because our bodies won't adjust to it we've got some messages coming through someone says i work in emergency services there's always a need for night shift work we know it's bad but what's the alternative tim in penrith says the worst part about night shifts is the complete lack of late night healthy food or even open supermarkets yes i can back this up makes it really hard to eat healthy as a result i have macca's a lot because it's all that's open i want to go to a caller quickly josh is on the line hey josh you're a shift worker right what do you do and and how's it affected you I was a crime scene cleaner, um, so not so much on shift, but lots of on-call work throughout the night. Yeah, wow. Um, so constantly being woken up by the police or victim support agency or whoever it might be to call and get me to one side of the city or another. It's just constant and a bit relentless. Like I'd, I'd go out, do a job, come back home, and then be called out instantly to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it definitely took a toll, yeah. Yeah, and look, um, that's what people are saying, that you just realise that something's not right with your body, but there's not much you can do with it. Josh, thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate your hearing about your experiences. We're talking with Sean Kane from Monash University about circadian rhythms, about uh, what kind of effects these things can have on our body. So, Sean, is it about the number of hours sleep you get every night? Is that an important factor that people need to be looking at? Or you're saying it's about more than that? It's, it's about more than that. Certainly, it's, it's difficult to get good quality sleep when you're doing shift work because you're trying to sleep at a time of day when your body is telling you to be awake and you're trying to be awake when your body is telling you to sleep. And, and that doesn't make for a situation in which you're really alert during your shifts and, and really tired when you are able to sleep. But it is much, much more than that. You know, certainly, your sleep is going to be affected and that'll, that'll affect your mood, your ability to work. Um, but it's it's all of the cells of your body, pretty much. It's it's all of your organs that are affected by shift work, by living counter to what your body expects. So you're always fighting your biology when you're doing shift work. So what can you do in terms of your body clock? Like, is it 
possible to reset your body clock if maybe you you have been in these bad patterns and, you know, like we heard from Josh, like stopped doing that? How can you reset your body clock? Well, if you go back to a normal cycle, your body clock will, will follow the sun. Uh, you could potentially, it's conceivable that someone, if they were doing permanent night shifts, could adjust to that. But it would require that you really tightly control all of the all of the light signals because it's it's the light that is disrupting you. So if you hide from the light during the day and you you only get light at night and you stick to that schedule all the time, you you might adjust. But it's not practical. You know, people have families and friends. They they want to socialize, and unless you're only around people who are also doing these shifts, uh, you're not going to be able to stick to it. So ultimately, there's really not much you can do. It's it other than, uh, you know, suffer it. Uh, and, and I would say suffer it for as little time as you possibly can. Yeah, um, we've got a lot of messages coming through still. Someone says, I'm a firefighter with um, the fire service in New South Wales. We work 24-hour shifts, 24 on, 24 off, and then five days off. The days after my shifts, I'm mentally tired and need no interpersonal drama at home as I can't cope. I need to be by myself to recuperate. Another person says, I did overnights every weekend for over a year. It's been a year since I stopped night shifts. I'm still trying to fix my sleep. It takes so long. Someone else, when I worked nights, I used to stay awake after my last night to correct the body clock in one move. Yeah, I used to do this as well. It worked every now and then. Loved working night though. That was from Mortimer. We've got Mick on the line. Mick, you're on your way to a night shift right now. Yeah, I am. I work in construction, so um, some of our work has to happen at night. We've got some loads coming in to build a bridge that are too uh, long to travel during the day. Yeah, wow. And so what kind of effect do you reckon it has on your body when you do work nights? Oh, it's definitely, um, it gives you a belt. I um, have been doing it for quite a few years and uh, a few years ago I wasn't feeling great. So I got some blood work done and they told me my testosterone levels are what a 60-year-old man should be. So What? uh, Yeah, so yeah, I was in my 30s and yeah, basically lack of sleep, sunlight, uh, poor diet, no exercise. It's just, yeah, it knocks you around. It's, It's not great for you. Yeah, it all takes its toll. Hey, Mick, thanks so much. Good luck on the night shift. Hope it all goes Cheers, well tonight. Mate. It's not too long. Uh, we're going to go back um, to Sean Kane now from Monash University to talk about, you know, all of this, what we can do. Eating must be another important part of this, Sean, as well. Like we've heard from so many people on the text line saying, I fall into really bad eating habits, but also probably the time and how you eat is important. Yeah, I mean, the, you, you've hit on a couple of things and I'd love to get back to the hormones as well. But it, it's interesting. We, we know that when you're sleep deprived and on these shifts, you actually tend to desire more high calorie foods, higher fat, higher carbs. So we're, we're driven to consume food that's uh, less good for us. Uh, it's, it's more dense in calories. Um, but also your, your body is not expecting to be digesting at night. You know, that's, that is a resting phase. It is not expecting to do that. So it doesn't do as good a job at, you know, clearing glucose. And lots of studies have shown that if you do that, if you're eating out of phase with your body, you can have someone healthy within days look like they're diabetic or pre-diabetic just from eating at the wrong time consistently. 
So it's as far as eating goes, it's it's a it's a double whammy. You don't deal with the with the food as well, but also you tend to desire more food and more high calorie food. I completely back that up because I remember when I used to finish a night shift. Like I used to work from sort of like nine thirty p.m., ten p.m. until eight in the morning, and when I'd finish, I'd feel like the most the most bizarre things. Like I'd feel like a big meal or like, I don't know, like lots of meat or something, which is not what I would normally have in the morning, which is like a breakfast food. And then it was hard to sleep because I'd eaten all this, you know, stuff that I couldn't really digest properly. we got Shelby from Canberra saying, I work night shifts at an animal emergency hospital. And Dave, you're my breakfast radio show. Hacks breakfast radio for me. I listen every night on the way to work. Well, <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Shelby. Welcome to work. Another person says, I met a girl who worked for a Russian oligarch he travels around the world and keeps to the russian time zone no matter where he is like he can be in australia but still sleeps in russian nighttime that would be so crazy sean talking about the hormonal stuff what are the changes that that we see like how how significant can they be really really significant so um, your your clock uh, really it controls virtually all parts of your body including hormones uh, so one common um, side effect of doing night shifts for women is uh, an, an impact on the menstrual cycle. Some people stop cycling altogether, uh, and it really it can impact uh, fertility as well. In animal studies, if they uh, get rid of the clock, you see a complete obliteration of these of the the cycles. So it's it's really fundamental, and it's it's really the light light at night that's doing it. So, so interesting. Look, we're going to have to leave it there. I've got so many messages coming through, but appreciate your time. Associate Professor Sean Kane from Monash University. Thanks for speaking with us on Hack. Thanks for having me. Hack on Triple J.